Welcome to Six Degrees of Rumination with your host, Nina Boyd. Reno Gorman. And producer Mike. We have a guest with us tonight. Hi. Identify yourself. (laughs) (laughs) My name's Annie Armanino. Reno and I used to work with Annie. I still do. And she's been listening to our podcast pretty religiously, if I can use that word. (laughs) So we thought we'd invite her on. And therefore, we have lots of interesting articles to talk about. So we got stuff about um, space and dark matter, moons. What else we got, Nina? Vaginas. Vaginas. Mm-hmm. And birds. And, and birds. birds. Not bird vaginas. No, just I birds. wish. <laughs> 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 so, Reno, I think you should do this one. Okay. It's like <laughs> I should do it? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh-huh. It's a biased so <laughs> interpretation. Um, they can basically build new vaginas for you. If your vagina is broken down, <laughs> they can build you a new one. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it is interesting because the girls in this yeah. study, like they do have a disorder that makes their vagina less functional. Um, and part of it is shorter than it should be. I'm going to close the kitchen window if we're going to talk about this. Vaginas. <laughs> and so it, it sort of like ruins sex for them, but also makes them infertile. They're also age 13 to 18, so they shouldn't be having sex at this age anyways. Uh, are you imposing your <laughs> own beliefs on <laughs> women's body? Rape. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like it's dolphin rape. <laughs> God, 30 seconds in. All right. <laughs> so <laughs> patients with vaginal aplasia caused by <coughs> Meyer-Rokitansky-Kuster-Hauser syndrome or... Does it really have to be Cooster? I mean, could they pick a worse name for, Cooster. like, <laughs> you know? <laughs> they just call it Cooster Syndrome. <laughs> uh, so, no it's serious. basically, they can take, um, basically take ske- uh, cells um, from other parts of their body, muscle cells, and um, put them on biodegradable scaffolds and grow a new vagina for them. And what do they do once they've grown it? Do they just, like... Tape it on there. <laughs> tape it on there. <laughs> <laughs> I think they probably screw it in. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it's like an IKEA furniture set. <laughs> <laughs> you have to take it home to assemble it. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's it, huh? Oh. Well, no, I think it's interesting. They surgically implant it, and then you know they they survey the girls and the women and see if they notice any changes. And just like you were saying before, actually, some of the girls are 13, but they ask them questions on these surveys about like, is sex more enjoyable for you or at whatever. 13? Yeah. Well, and they, they did a follow a up up to eight mic. years later, I guess. Well, but still, no, yeah, still, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's interesting. So eight years later, they'd be aged 21 to yeah. um, 26. Yeah. So can this be like a cosmetic thing? Like you just want a low mileage vagina? <laughs> like <laughs> you want a new one? Like, like that? Kids, yeah. Then you can like just tune up. Like you know, this one's just popped out a couple kids. Into a I couple swear, things. I have vaginal aplasia. I yeah. swear, I had a couple gang bangs that just didn't go. Oh well. my god! <laughs> <laughs> no, it's no. time to That's time to get a new one. I think it's a whole different demographic. It's yeah, like you're you're sixty year old. At least right. eighteen to nineteen year olds. <laughs> just eighteen year old housewives are having a lot of gang bang sessions. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of aged flesh. <laughs> nice. This next article is about scanning mummies and seeing what lies beneath the wrappings. And I remember being a kid and going to museums and looking at the mummies in the cases and wondering what was underneath and being kind of freaked out about it. Um, they started doing CT scans 
to, to see all the detail underneath their wrappings. And it was really interesting, actually. Um, so they take the mummies to hospitals, and then they put them through the scanners, and they do it after working hours, so they don't... Are they dead on arrival? <laughs> 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 they get pretty wrapped up in the process. You know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they don't take the scanners away from, from patients who actually need them, like live patients. <laughs> and so they got really... Sorry, Tim. This mummy really needs <laughs> CT scans. Really curious <laughs> to see what's underneath. We have to find out why he died so long ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And fix it. <laughs> so they got clear images of the bodies inside and the faces, too, which I thought was really cool. So I think this is one where they found a mummy that had a tool inside its head, right? That's mm-hmm. the one. And we were all wondering why that could happen, but because of the, like, when you pull the organs out, is that what it is? Yeah, through the nose, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. I wonder if it was in her nose or at the top of her head. I was picturing, like, up here. I guess that's why I was confused. But the other thing that they noticed in this mummy was that they saw a lot of fat deposits in her arteries, and they thought that maybe is what killed her. Like, that's what she died from. And so it's interesting. You can, like, medically diagnose a mummy now with a CT scan instead of just being like, oh, they lived a long time ago, <laughs> and they died for some reason. And It might just be easier to just measure it by how much wrapping stuff that you needed. Yeah. To like find yeah. Person <laughs> if they died by obesity <laughs> that way. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, <laughs> 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 what the heck? Um, so they, there's this cool new NASA experiment um, where they're gonna they're gonna do a twin experiment. They'll have there's two astronaut twins, uh, Mark Kelly and Scott Kelly, and they're basically gonna send one up into space and have them hang out at the space station for about a year. Uh, while the other one stays on Earth. And then they're going to measure all kinds of things like cognitive function and vision and biochemistry and genetics and um, a few other things. Um, And then just kind of measure the difference when they come back. Because obviously they have virtually the exact same DNA. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're going to see like what the effects of um, uh, space has on all that stuff. I guess a big part of it was aging, too, trying mm-hmm. to figure out, because I guess space is going to age you like crazy. Yeah, they said like the cosmic rays are going to um, uh, deteriorate the telomeres at the end of our chromosomes, basically like the caps at the end of our uh, uh, chromosomes. And um, with telomere degeneration, yeah, it, it's basically correlated with aging. So they're thinking cosmic radiation uh, might make... Um, the space twin age faster. Space twin. Yeah. What if they're like chimeric twins? Then what? <laughs> <laughs> the same. Then wait. Can you have chimeric twins? Does that mean there must be like a third one that uh, like they ate? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> 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 if like they ate part of the uterus, they could regrow. Cannibalistic part of the uterus. chimeric <laughs> twins. Yeah. Born from a vaginally reconstructed. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. There's also like Einstein had like that thought experiment where if you had like twins and you had one of them traveling like the speed of light, the one who's traveling the speed of light wouldn't age or wouldn't seem to age, while the one who wasn't traveling the speed of light would. And so, yeah. But they won't be traveling near the mm-hmm. speed of light. Um, I don't know how fast. Did you say how long they would be up there for? A year? Uh, a year? Yeah. 
Okay, and like the space station travels seventeen thousand miles an hour sur- uh, orbiting around the Earth. Wow! But that's like not even like one percent of the speed of light. So, um, so he'll still be the same age. <laughs> um, Do you think they'll see a lot of dark matter out there, or will they? Probably not, because you can't really see dark matter yeah. unless they have gamma ray vision. Maybe he'll develop that as he ages. That'd be pretty sweet. He'll evolve. Mutant in space. Um, so most of the universe is filled with dark matter and energy, dark energy, but that doesn't. It, it's an exotic form of matter that we don't know much about, and electromagnetic radiation, light, and all other forms of electromagnetic radiation don't interact with it, so we have no way of seeing it. But we have some other ways around it. Um, they might have detected some dark matter because they think that dark matter, um, when it is annihilated, it um, gives off gamma ray radiation. And so basically they looked, uh, was that towards the center of our galaxy? Mm-hmm. Towards the Milky Way? Center of the Milky Way? And um, they accounted for all the other gamma radiation in the picture coming from other sources and they um, kind of like took it out of the picture <laughs> and they still had some gamma ray radiation coming um, from a certain spot and they think that's uh, arising from dark matter annihilations. It's pretty dark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wah, wah. <laughs> um but this is interesting, right? Because they didn't know before that it could annihilate itself. And so now this could be showing that it does. This and the, like recently annihilation the annihilation oh. happens because the WIMPs collide? The WIMPs. The WIMPs. Mm-hmm. Yes. Weakly interacting massive particles. Um, and if this is true, then they said they'll, they'll be able to um, uh, test this out in the um, Large Hadron Collider. So um, that'd be really cool if they're able to conduct like control experiments to detect dark matter in particle accelerator and solve the mystery because dark matter takes up all like most of the universe is like eighty one percent or something like that. So it'd be cool if they figure out like what it is and how it works. So what if it keeps annihilating itself though and it goes down to like seventy nine percent then? Then we're screwed. It won't be dark matter anymore. (laughs) (laughs) It won't matter anymore. (laughs) Things are looking brighter. (laughs) Um, Okay. Do you think Saturn's making a new moon? (laughs) (laughs) Nice segue. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Do you want to read this one? Sure. So... They spotted a bright clump orbiting Saturn at the outermost edge of its ring. That's odd. I just noticed that typo right there. It's interesting. Anyway, there's a few typos in this one. Yeah. Yeah. (coughs) Crazy. What? (laughs) I just noticed it. I thought it was. I can't help but call it out. So it might be a brand new moon in the process of being born, according to research recently published in the journal Icarus, which is a great name for a journal. Reaching new heights. Um, (laughs) So. So they didn't know, I guess, if it was a moon being born or like if it could be things coming off of one that's breaking apart. But Mm -hmm. they thought that it would be interesting to look into. 
Um, so they took a narrow angle camera in 2013, and <laughs> it was 1,200 kilometers long, and 10 kilometer wide arc of icy material was observed traveling along the edge of the ring. And they thought that it was the result of gravitational perturbations caused by an as yet unseen embedded object about a kilometer wide, possibly a miniature moon in the process of formation. So it's a half mile wide object and it was named Peggy <laughs> after the lead author Murray's mother-in-law, which I thought was interesting, but it was her birthday when he found it. So I guess he had to make it up to her. And this was announced- but unofficially. Right, unofficially. It was unofficially <laughs> named Peggy. I don't know what's official name. It's probably a bunch of numbers and letters. But he first announced the findings on December 10th, 2013. And it's been visible since 2012. So they think maybe it'll turn into a slightly larger moon and move outward, and it'll make its own orbital path around Saturn. Um, and they thought that lots of Saturn's other moons were formed this way. But they're still not sure if it's going to get bigger or if it's just like space garbage that broke off from something else. Yeah. Interesting, though. Now, next time, like, a kid asks, like, Mommy, Daddy, where do moons come from? It <laughs> <laughs> could be, like, from mother-in-laws. <laughs> <laughs> from mother-in-laws. Icy, cold space. Right. Mm -hmm. um, speaking, uh, speaking of icy, cold, um, planets that might harbor life, um, we're looking for them. <laughs> and uh, Always searching. <laughs> the planets... Like, uh, was it, uh, Uranus? Um, uh, Wait, whoa. Uh, <laughs> Uranus. Is Uranus. Kids. Okay. That doesn't <laughs> sound better. Uranus? Yeah, yeah, it sounds like Uranus. Uranus, Uranus, like Uranus and Uranus. Uranus. Yeah. Well, it shouldn't be coming out of that, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, Uranus uh, is um, tilted almost like 90 degrees on its axis. So it, it's like it's spinning vertically rather than horizontally, like the Earth's tilt is like 23.5 degrees or something like that. Sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I um, Uranuses, uranai, <laughs> if there's multiply. <laughs> or should there be more than one? <laughs> um, it's tilted, and they're, and they're saying that um, other planets that are tilted on their side like that, if you think about it, if you can picture it, one pole is always going to be facing towards um, the star that's orbiting, and then um, half a year later, uh, the other pole will be facing the the star so its poles will be frozen for half the time but then they'll mm -hmm. melt for half the time and with um, liquid water there's a higher chance for um, life so <laughs> providing they hibernate quick enough right <laughs> <laughs> hibernation is nice if you guys could hibernate for six months would you do it uh, well it depends where I have to hibernate and who will well, not in Uranus but <laughs> <laughs> But no, like if you I could just know, like sleep like for six months. Sometimes I feel like I could sleep for six months. Mike, I'm sure you feel like that right now. He is hibernating right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had to be to work at four this morning. Uh, I, I can't hear you. Could you speak into the mic? Can you I did. turn it they towards you? <laughs> like the, yeah. the people can hear me. I don't yeah. care if you can. <laughs> um, I probably would. Would you? Yeah, just to say I did it. Just. <laughs> I mean, it's like to miss out on. For the shock factor. Yeah. I do it through summer. I would. Really? Yeah. I actually would. I agree with that. Yeah, I really? prefer fall, uh, winter. I don't like summer. Really? I like the cold, yeah. yeah. What are you doing in California where there's like nine months <laughs> of summer it's and like sort of like a fall in the spring? I choose to be born in Sacramento. It just kind of happened and then boom, there I was. Yeah. yeah. 
there it is. Would you ever move though? <laughs> uh, I'd like to. Yeah. To where? I don't know. This is cold. news to me. <laughs> I don't want to live anywhere too cold, like where See, I have to drive in the snow. This is the problem. I I'd like know. to visit the snow. Yeah. But I don't want to like have a log cabin where I have to make a fire and all that. Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> but you have us make a fire every winter. Well, yeah, like with all fake wood. Long. I mean, that's fine. That's I don't want to fake cut wood. D- cut down <laughs> trees and so forth. <laughs> <coughs> but so this actually makes a lot of sense because I mean there are still things there are still creatures like on earth that actually can live and survive in the ice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean I don't I'm not sure how long they can, but well maybe these planets have a lot of, you know, polar bears and penguins <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> They're just different. <laughs> oh, that's what it is. It's the little it's called the water bear that can that can be in freezing water and it can just freeze and then rethaw itself. Oh my god, that's so weird. Yeah, they're tiny tiny. The meat must be really good in the freezer. Like probably (laughs) stays good long, you know? Like if you They're still alive. No, I mean like if you had that in your freezer, it would probably last a long time. You just pop them. They're still alive. I'm not talking about a live one. I'm saying if you had meat like from a dead animal, a dead one of those, probably wouldn't get freezer burned because they're used to you know (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm thinking. So if we had a game controller right now for Mike, do you think it could sense how he's feeling towards me? Probably. I yeah. think it could. There's a new video game controller that they're like developing in my head. Uh, from Stanford that monitors um, a player's um, uh, is it autonomic. How do you live? I'm tongue twisted. How do you say Od- it? Autonomic. Auto- autonomic. Autonomic. Nervous system. Well, that's a first. Yeah. I hope you read it. <laughs> Um, you should like help other people learn how to uh, read. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Only if I get paid for it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's th- that monitors your heart rate, respiration, temperature, perspiration, and other key bodily processes. Like your Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Urani. <laughs> right. <laughs> so uh. when we first saw this picture, um, somebody Annie <laughs> thought that you had to sit on the controller because <laughs> it's, 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 it's a blown up a version. Yeah. Of an upside down <laughs> it looks Xbox bizarre. controller. It, it looks does. Have you ever played a video no, game with your ass? <laughs> so here's the like thing. How does that work? So it senses like all like the your body and through your skin. Yeah, it doesn't introduce it rectally as inserted. like. It's kind of like flexing the right way. Like left, you just keep squeezing the left cheek. Oh my god, that's so horrible. Like You got to jump, you squeeze both. Like what the fuck? But I thought I thought she was right because the photograph, like Mike, when you see it, the photograph totally looks. Completely I could just <laughs> see like online chat just Wrong. being gaseous. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Probably. But as it turns All out, right. they put this. this so show me the picture. All right. Let me see the picture. The, well, you're gonna have. Okay. Well, can't right. turn the computer around. <coughs> All right. Turn the computer. Just around. He's gonna. <laughs> he's gonna be like, oh yeah, that's a controller. It's obvious. That's where the feet go, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's not. That's no, not it's it's a controller. It's, it's a blown it's up regular yeah. controller, and they put it's the extra it's got thing. The pack on it. It's got. Like a metal plate around the handles. They turn it upside down so you can see the uh, external box okay. that they yeah, put no, on the back. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like it's blown on you. Like you put your feet in it, and then you yeah. have some other yeah. part. <laughs> Not your ass. I don't know that that middle part. Like where big. does that go? I, I had Annie. some thoughts in there, but I wasn't gonna <laughs> say them out loud. I'm just gonna say that's not gonna fit normally or it nicely. It kind of goes into no, uh, it doesn't. You know, like controllers <laughs> vibrate though. Oh <laughs> my god! Was it the Oculus Rift thing? That's exactly not it. all of uh, not all of us are 13 year old chicks that can get a new vagina <laughs> after this. Just <laughs> oh saying. God, that's so horrible. If they can grow you a new vagina, I'm sure they can grow you a new anus. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> So, so I won't be buying this system whenever <laughs> it comes out. You hold the you controller. Hold it with your hands. Yeah, you hold it with your hands, and then the box senses all kinds of things from your hands. 
like well, the, the plates on around the or, well like yeah, okay with the processors and the so, okay. so what are so they like what are they gyms? looking for Continue, Reno. Just go on. All right, what so exactly are they from from detecting your heart rate respiration sweat it has accelerometers in there so it can tell like if you're moving the controller around a lot and so it can tell if you're like excited or bored and then that they could um, make better video games, make better video, or they could yeah. like um, like live action, like change the video game, like add more zombies. If you're getting bored, well, they kind of already have like an AI that does that. Like it, the, you brought that up in Left for Dead, depending on how well you're doing throughout the game. But this is like they have an AI director. It's like, oh, you guys are doing okay. Well, fuck you. But this, but this is, is something based that on emotions, yeah, though. not yeah. just on like your um, skill level with the game. Right. So it's it's getting to that Skynet thing, so level of creepiness. So wait, if you're like doing terrible and it senses your tense, it's gonna be like, fuck this dude. <laughs> 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 right. Could like make Maybe. it like way harder and just like give you like a heart attack or. So it's gonna teach you how to feel happy when you're doing badly. That's a good skill. No. Maybe because then you realize like it's trying to make things harder. What for are you, you supposed to learn if you if you, I'm like oh you're look, not supposed I'm to happy. learn no, from I was video just games. A joke. I'm happy. <laughs> I suck at this. Yay! Like that's not. Well, if you're getting bored right, with the mind. game, they can like you know yeah. spice it up exactly. so they're more excited. Spicy or if you're like, if well, they need to because most the games only thing come is, out is you're gonna put the controller down and go get something to eat and, and then, then come it'll back be like just zombies everywhere. He's dead. Shit. He's so bored. I. Mike doesn't like it. So how do you feel about this? Not if it goes in my ass. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yeah. We need to make this more exciting, you guys. Yeah, more <laughs> zombies. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. I mean, I think it's an interesting concept. It's it an interesting is. concept, but it's just. Here's the other thing that it also does. If kids are getting too intense with the game and they're they've been playing it for too long, the game will sort of regulate their um well, that sucks. gameplay yeah it'll go off of their heart rate and everything else and like oh he's getting <laughs> not too, if you have a kid <laughs> yeah hey look when we first got my nintendo back when i well, we laughed what's a nintendo a nintendo no, yeah they're probably the ones coming out with this hmm. um no, no i would actually like turn red i wasn't like mad or anything but i was so intensely into the game that my mom walked by and be like the fuck's wrong with you yeah see like maybe like yeah. it could it could sense that like hey the kid stopped breathing like let's <laughs> throw like a reminder up there like breathe dumbass yeah it's just Put a game it down, go outside and nothing my bad ever happened though uh, well it's gonna be great haven't you heard those stories about the kids that play for like I don't like know, 24 like 24 hours straight, yeah. and they end up dying because yeah. they don't. They get eat a blood clot and all that. Yeah, yeah. I've not heard of that. Crazy. No, <laughs> remember we? I showed you that article a while ago. Well, I mean, you you can't. I mean, you can't base every video the video game population amongst the small portion. But it of stupid. will be. But the point <laughs> is, this if they if they get it. If that's the case, no one should be allowed to do anything. But if they get it working right, <laughs> this can differentiate itself to anybody. You know, it's not going to turn off the game for someone who's just casually playing it for an hour and then going to go do something but else. If like so <laughs> but if, like, the guy's, like, shaking the yeah. controller <laughs> right. and, like, heart rate's I mean, part of that rage like just comes with playing, like, high-action video games. Mm -hmm. If it's all of a sudden they're, you're going to put a limit on it, it's going to fail. Maybe, like, you could Everybody program it. Like you could probably if you, have you don't like have to use it. Yeah, yeah I think it was like targeted towards parents <coughs> more so, yeah. so it's not going to be... Just stop fucking with video <laughs> games. <laughs> What if you had like high blood pressure? You have like a history of heart attack, and you're mm -hmm. like, okay, let's put like this the safety feature on where it can detect if like or you're use your fucking head. If I'm head. about to have a stroke, well, so that's if they're, they're playing video games, games, they're probably they, not using their if head. If they make cars, I use that my head all day long, buddy. <laughs> if they make cars that can parallel park for you, this totally makes sense with the vein that we're Fuck headed that shit, in. Though, or you, yeah, or you can learn how to parallel park. You don't learn how to do things with your brain anymore. Like it learns for you. No, robots learn. 
Robots teaching robots, babies having babies. Yeah, <laughs> this is this is some Skynet <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I don't need a computer to tell me whether or not I'm in a <laughs> stable state of mind to play can, a video you can game. Probably like turn a switch. I think you're focusing too much on the negative. Turns it on. That's what they're going to be does. overloading you with zombies if you're bored in this game. That's that's right. the they important can make it more part. exciting. Or they'll turn it the fuck more off. <laughs> like that's not very exciting. <laughs> like I'm really fucking into this. <laughs> <laughs> like, nah, dude. Well, so you, so you think that you could never get stressed out by a video game? I have been stressed out by a video Sometimes game. Sometimes it is good for it to turn it off and just like. But what if you you're down. like an adrenaline junkie? Like there's a new Alien then game coming out. Then don't. That's supposed that to. Yeah. Exactly. Don't come out with a stupid fucking controller. <laughs> like. Well. <laughs> Like, look at the Wii. That was dumb. You. Yeah, you don't have to buy it yet. Yet. Pretty it's soon it'll be in everything, just like the TV transferred gonna over. It, you know, so. Facebook's going to buy it. Like, the, oh. <laughs> well, like, like don't, don't all video game controllers, like, vibrate now? Uh, you have yeah, a rumble pack. Uh, for the most you part. Right, I remember off, rumble pack. That's, like, new for the Nintendo 64. Yeah, okay. Yeah, for the most part, they do. Yeah. Is there any game system that doesn't vibrate? Well, the PS3, when it first came out with the DualShock, it actually didn't have that option on their controllers. So it was DualShock, but it didn't... Well, DualShock meant something else. Okay. Yeah. Well, the point is, <laughs> stress <laughs> can alter your genome. Yes, that is <laughs> the main point. So <laughs> you want to watch out for that. Don't I get mean, too stressed out. I don't, I don't see, like, uh, like, like I mean, you're talking about, like, the stress thing. Well, look at, like, Call of Duty or something like that. Yeah. If this thing's just going to go shut down on you when you get stressed out, that game just does nothing but cause stress. But that's probably good. I remember when I first started playing that, I was so aggravated with it that she I like sprained scream. my finger. <laughs> I mean, I, I was like, yeah, yeah. I w- like I have a uh, Xbox good. controller that no longer works because of her. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, Shows like the button, the, the the rubber <laughs> on the button is completely worn off. The right, like the right bumper stick, doesn't work anymore. Are you one of those players shortened? that just jams in one button uh, at a yeah. time? Oh yeah, yeah. I, r- yeah. I remember I had to use the controller for whatever reason. I tried playing Call of Duty. I'm like, why the fuck can I <laughs> throw a grenade? What the fuck's wrong with my controller? Oh, Nina had it. <laughs> yeah. Well, she could yeah, my controllers from 1987 on my original Nintendo oh. still work perfectly. Jeez. So who needs a stress? <laughs> so yeah, well those are two useful. buttons on there. So. <laughs> Okay, well, anyway, like I said, stress can alter your genome. No. So it, yeah. No. Yeah. Reno Proven science. Let's see, they're trying to move on to another. I know <laughs> when the segue <laughs> comes up. And well, you should know. Otherwise, you can go off a cliff if you're not careful. Yeah. Then, you know, <laughs> then what? Just stick a controller in my ass. <laughs> <laughs> and it'll regulate his stress. <laughs> that's right. That's how it regulates. No, no, have a rumble pack up my butt. What are you doing? <laughs> Re- <laughs> de-stressing. <laughs> 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 so That's how I calm down. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. I didn't need Nintendo before this. Oh my god. <laughs> so, Daniel Notterman from Penn State and a team of researchers did this study about um, what stress does to you, basically. And they did a study on children. And they're looking at kids who grew up in stressful situations. Um, their telomeres were 40% shorter than those who did not grow up in stressful situations. Their what? Huh? They're telomeres. Oh, They're telomeres. That thing again. Yeah. Yeah. Thing that affects everything, or lots of different things. Some <laughs> stuff. Some things. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> did you want to jump in? Um, jump yeah, in? sure. So okay. they they did a study on um, nine-year-old boys, forty of them, and uh, African American boys. Um, they followed them um, since birth, and they. They 
took into account, I mean, it's kind of subjective of what is like a disadvantaged or stressful, you know, household. If you don't have these special controllers, I think that's disadvantaged. Yeah, yeah. definitely. So like video Sports games, games. Right. Like no, um, you know, household income, family stability, maternal education, New maternal vaginas. mental health, the strictness of parenting. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, the maternal. The dudes, we're talking dude. about moms. If they have new vaginas, they're probably calmer. <laughs> um, so anyways, I do this for free. <laughs> I don't think why. you know that. Oh, I, well, I'm getting paid I, for it. I, I, yeah. I, I don't get paid here. for this. <laughs> this um, is ev- every Wednesday is just bust. Oh, God. Come on. You love it. <laughs> By the amount that you always chime in. You're like one of those kids that that's ma- wants to make it seem like he doesn't like something. He's like yeah. the kids that I like working with, with at work. That yeah, don't like mm-hmm. yeah, th- exactly. Yep. Guess who canceled the last podcast? This guy. What do you mean you canceled yeah. the last the podcast? Last time we canceled was me. That's oh, right. because you were like over Didn't it. Didn't want to do it. And that's not why. It's because you were tired. <laughs> He's tired now too. I, know. I am tired now. Okay, well, yeah, you guys got to start this shit way earlier, dude. Well, this is not working you know, out. Figure out for the guy that has to get up before the sun comes up. <laughs> Maybe you should yeah. play video games with those controllers so you have a little less stress and can get better. Yeah, rest. you can sleep while we're doing <laughs> this. We'll wake you up when it's over. Okay. All right, go ahead. <laughs> Annie, your producer. <laughs> producer Annie. Do it. Um, so basically, Turn these knobs, <laughs> and that's a wrap. <laughs> oh, so basically, oh. the kids that grew up in um, uh, more um, stressful, disadvantaged households had um, shorter telomeres, um, which um, uh, is correlated with, um, you know, aging and stress. Um, And the kids that um, had less stressful um, upbringings had longer telomeres. So basically this is, well, they said it's not not causal um, evidence, but there's a strong correlation between uh, you know, environment, external factors, mm-hmm. stress, making a difference on a genetic level. Right. And they want to do more studies that have like a larger sample, basically, to see if they can replicate the findings. Mm-hmm. Um, but the kids who were in this study and they, they started out being nine. Now they're 15 years old and they took DNA samples and to see if things have changed. I don't know if you just said that or not. No. OK. No. So over the last six years and um, they did find that. But again, it's a small sample. Yeah. But. They said that the data fit um, really, really well with their their theory and what they expected. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so at what point can you call it causal? Just with a bigger study group, I think you have to <laughs> look at all like the factors, like double what blind else would be that? Uh, control group. So then you'd have like <laughs> purposely put some kids in, in stressful, stressful situations. Positions. Yeah. yeah, like <laughs> I can't even make that joke. Never mind. <laughs> 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 Textbooks. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, I think that's interesting because normally they say like you know like evolution all stuff like it's just it's all genetic and like it's just they're just like random like mutations happen and there's you know nurture and nature but like on a genetic level evolution happens like strictly from like a nature mm-hmm. um, on a genetic level but this is kind of showing that no like stress does change you on a genetic level see that irritates me and actually mike and i <laughs> went to <laughs> yeah i am stre- i get stressed out constantly i'm not sure if you noticed All that working time. with me but 
It happens <laughs> a lot. And um, Mike and I you went to no this lecture a while ago. It's a long story why. But the woman was talking about stress and how bad it is for you and how many things could happen. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm so stressed out. stressed out <laughs> by the yeah. stress lecture. I can't, hi- can't handle it. And almost every one of her points, she's like, that's me. That's what she kept it is. That's me. And I was like, I know. It is. My telomeres <laughs> are probably like negative lengths. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they fold in on themselves. <laughs> I won't lie. They're, they're totally. Yeah. Mm. Probably. So what are you doing to reduce your stress? Actually, it, how do you know? Because <laughs> <laughs> I live with you. Okay. <laughs> Actually, I've told you about this. So the fact that you forgot stresses me out. But Ooh. there is this app for... There's um, a controller for that. There's, there's, yeah. an app, there's an app for that. It's yeah. called the Anti-Anxiety App, and I really like it, actually. And it sounds super crazy to use, but I think it would be good for a lot of people. Doesn't that come in um, a pill form? <laughs> Why do you need Happy an app when you can have a trip? <laughs> because this is healthier for you. That sucks. What does this app it do? Gi- okay, so it t- it gives you like a survey of all the things that make you nervous, whether it's like social so situations with people. No, it's <laughs> not a test. It's just like <laughs> identifying the problem. And I thought We're it was lower interesting. lower your stress level. Now take this test. <laughs> you have 15 minutes. Okay, so you take a survey. So anyway, Timer starts now. <laughs> And then judging on the answers that you give and the things that bother you, it tells you certain strategies you can do to combat your stress. And a lot of it is like journaling and, and looking over things that have happened to you throughout the week. So you have to talk about it too? You don't have to talk about it. You write it down. And it's really nice because I've always liked to keep journals. And eventually, like as I get older, I have less to write about. And I just write stories instead. But this app, I think, is really good. It's good for people. So I am doing something to combat it. Thank you very much. How much did that cost us? It didn't cost anything. It was free, so it must be good. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway. Do you feel less anxious? I do. Really? Yeah. Not right now. Less stress? Not right now because (laughs) you keep asking me questions. Well, I'm curious. Maybe I might try it. No, I think it's good. I would recommend it. If you want to know more, read the book. You know, stress can be really bad on your immune system. Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) But luckily... They can regenerate your thymus, and your thymus helps with Is this a segue? Yes. No. If you have to <laughs> ask, it was a damn good one. <laughs> um, for the first time, a team of scientists at the University of Edinburgh was... <laughs> they rebuilt... They rebuilt Something like a true Irishman. Oh, wait. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, they rebuilt a thymus of an old mouse. It's the first regeneration of a living organ. Um, yeah. The yeah. end. That's pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So, <laughs> what does yeah. the thymus do? Unfortunately, it's not on top Thymes. of the mouse <laughs> like the South Park episode, <laughs> which would have been so much better. Yeah. Better. What? Like it's on not top sitting on top of the mouse. Right. Oh, hopping yeah. around. Yeah. Scaring people running around. <laughs> um, do, 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 do. Thymus um, uh, make more white, uh, white blood cells, um, which are infar- important for fighting off infection. Mm-hmm. That's all I know about yeah, <laughs> thymine. <what> does <laughs> 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 so it's an organ next to your heart, I do believe. Um, they, but oh. yeah. just basically, yeah, yeah, immune cells, right? Yeah. But they're saying that they don't know if it actually has any improvement yeah. in your immune system. So, yeah. Well, but the fact, the I mean, so maybe you don't need it. Or maybe you do. Um. Do 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 do. No, like. Um, with older with older <laughs> people, their thi- their thymi are. Are you sure it's thymi? <laughs> thymus. Anything with us at the end can be I. Anything. Anything. So are you guys sure us, you know what you're I. talking well, about? There's no plural us. Us is. Us is. Us is. 
<laughs> yeah, if there's a lot of gusses, you say, look at this guy. Uh-huh, right. Hippopotamus, hippopotami. Hippopotami. That makes sense. Hypothalami. Opus is an opi. Opi. So or, yeah, hippocampi. All right, okay, all right, all right. Yeah. You For me fuck's sake. So in elderly <laughs> patients. trying to figure this shit out. Gosh, elderly no pa- yeah, elderly patients. A lot of older people have um, their thymus um, degenerates and has problems, and they have worse immune systems. Um, so now we can grow that back. Yeah, we can grow it back. And they can live forever. And their vagina. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Granny, we got a surprise <laughs> for you. <laughs> get your thymus. Perfectly immune vagina. But you only get one. You got to pick thymus yeah. or, or vagina. vagina. How about a, no. <laughs> We're gonna try and combine oh. it. Vaginas. <laughs> Vaginas. <laughs> yes. uh, or you just have a vagina that now just fights off any virus. Yeah. That in your body. That's what they do anyway. They have teeth, you know. So you'll fine. never have to wear protection <laughs> again. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is good science. It is. Yeah. This one right here. What the fake kind? The crow. <laughs> <laughs> the part about the disease fighting <laughs> the right. vagina. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we have big ideas over here. Bye, yeah. my. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what happens when people get together and they solve problems. Nice. Yep. That was a good one. Just like a crow. <laughs> 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 so this this story I think is really interesting because three of you the know, four I'm staying up late for this. <laughs> three, <laughs> three of the four of us work at a place that has a story about this very thing, or you know, and two of guess us. Guess which one, one of us doesn't? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and and in the our one that story, has to work up or wake up right. early in the morning. I have to wake up early too. And do what? Watch television while I get ready? No. Yeah. <laughs> Prepare my mind for the amount of patience that I need throughout By the day. By watching television exactly. while I get ready. Stephen Colbert does a lot in helping me stay calm. <laughs> did you hear he's going to host um, yes. the late night show? <gasps> you should. There's a lot of talk about that one though, huh? There's a lot of people, people that don't. Like they're not happy yeah. about it. Yeah. Well, and they like just had that little. I know, right? <laughs> he just had that say. little racist scandal on his Twitter. What? Oh, ra- oh, oh God. no! Yeah. What yeah. racist thing? What happened? He, he made fun of everybody. Asian people. No. Yeah. What he he makes fun of everybody. Yeah. He, was it like he, in he, character like or out of character? Yeah. Well, well his character. Yeah, his character is making fun of Asian people, and they didn't like it. Well, okay. And they took to Twitter. Yeah. God, it's serious now. Yeah. Shit just got real. But whatever. <laughs> but yeah, he's not going to be him, his character. Yeah, he'll just be himself. Li- yeah, he'll be himself, which would be cool. Cause he'll he be Stephen Colbert. Too. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he's never him like his himself like on camera. So it'll be cool to see like what he's actually like. That's true. Have you? There was an NPR interview that with him where he was normal, really? and that was really yeah. It was a while ago when he wrote that book like I am America, so can so you? Can whatever you. What was yeah. called yeah. that thing. Yeah. Awesome. So he was serious during that interview actually, but. Cool. Anyway, so Anyways, back, crows. back to crows. So there's a story that three of us are familiar with about how a crow um, is trying to get a drink of water out of a jar that happens to just be in the middle of nature for some reason. I believe it was actually a it jay. was a blue jay, but oh, that's right, it's it was it's just a jay. But it uh, it might it have jay something to jay? do. It was a jay. Who right. gives a <laughs> shit? It tells a bird's It's jays. important. It, it might important. have something to do with this Aesop's yeah. fable called the crow in the pitcher. It might. So, yes. but anyway, the story that we're all thinking of is similar to this article. So, in the article, they were studying how smart crows were, and members of the crow family, or corvids. <laughs> God, crowvids would have been so commonly known as crowvids. Yeah, and they did, like Annie said, they inspired mythology and story that implies their intelligence. And actually, in a lot of myths and folk tales, the crows are the tricksters. They're the ones that, like, you know trick everybody basically and they use their cunning so to they also like foreshadow like get death their and way doom or so like yeah dark omens. much like intelligence <laughs> well three <laughs> of them is called a murder 
Right. Like a gathering of murder of crows. crows. Oh my god. That would be a great illustration. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> a murder of crows. No, just like three crows gathering. Like Around a crow a gathering. Like, oh my god. <laughs> Mummy. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Anyways, what? so what? I'm just I'm imagining. <laughs> look, Annie's an artist too. In case nobody knew that, and I, I sometimes that. when yeah, uh, sometimes yeah. when I hear certain <laughs> phrases, I think I have to draw that, and then I like write it down and I sketch it out. And this is one of them: a murder of crows gathering, like maybe on a big like a stone. Someone <laughs> <laughs> isn't that redundant though? Like a gathering of crows is no, called a murder. No, so. like when they're they're gathering with a purpose because <coughs> they're intelligent. So I'm picturing that they'll be like on one of those big round um, cut off trunks, you know, like a, a trunk of on a tree. Yeah. It's just like sitting there. Yeah, stump. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the thing that's like a lot more words than I need to <laughs> use to explain it. That thing. <laughs> Anyways. In the article, <laughs> they tested the crows on their ability to problem solve. And they call them avian Einsteins, which is another interesting phrase in there. They use creative methods to solve complex tasks. And in some cases, they do better than five-year-old people, which I think is really interesting. Can they have five-year-old kids. Five, okay, five-year-old. Five well, a kid five could be people. a goat. So <laughs> I'm trying to what? be. It could. <laughs> no. Yeah, a, a kid. That's what they're called. Since oh, we're talking uh, about. A young yes, goat is called a kid? It is. I'm not just making shit up. Pulling Wait, what? I missed okay. that. <laughs> <laughs> What's called a kid? A goat. Baby goats. Baby goats. Oh, yeah. Anyway. What's a group of goats called? Could they be a children? murder of children? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> we're the never going to explain the shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Stones, jar, crow. Go, go. <laughs> go ahead, Annie. <laughs> they, they found that <laughs> crows... Someone else wants to get this shit now. <laughs> they have found that crows are... And uh, they're specific crows from New Caledonia, which is in New Zealand. Um, they found that some of these crows are Kiwi smart crows. enough <laughs> <laughs> to figure out that in Crowies. order to get the food piece that these special people put into a jar full of water... Special people. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay, now you've done it. <laughs> that they need to take heavy objects to put it into the jar to make that food float up yeah and they figured yeah. out how to do it and they have yeah. cubes of meat better than five-year-old people right. kids people kids. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah wouldn't a five-year-old just like reach in and grab <laughs> anything I know, like, why would they have to do this like really complicated you know yeah because yeah. the beaker probably is pretty small probably so yeah. maybe a raccoon reach in and then get stuck and they wouldn't be able to do anything <laughs> like how they do you know mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I guess what happened was the researchers, or the special people, as Annie calls them, <laughs> taught the birds how to pick up stones with their beaks. So they had to teach them that part. But then... I think they, they probably already know how to pick up stuff. With their they beaks. taught them... They okay, had to I convince the crows Whatever, to pick yeah, up the stones. Yeah, convincing <laughs> is better. Well, it the crows like, yo, I know how to fucking do <laughs> so this jerk. <laughs> it says, the crows were then presented with two tubes, one half filled with water and another with an equal proportion of sand. Both okay, well, I was wrong. No, like <laughs> that's just, it's describing it in more detail. Both contained a cube of meat that was out of reach. And then the crows dropped a large percentage of stones in the tube filled with water until the meat floated up, like Annie said. <laughs> it floated up to beak's length. This was a <laughs> and they mostly left the sand-filled tube alone, almost as if they knew, like, it's I'm not going to be able to do anything with this. The sand isn't going to move. I can't displace the sand, but I can displace the water. So that's pretty interesting. And when five to seven-year-olds did the same test, they actually didn't do as well as the crows. <laughs> they just played in the sand. Or probably, yeah, they were like, oh, hooray. Or chimpanzees. Or chimpanzees, which are, which are in the same group, apparently, as <laughs> children. We're primates. 
I just kind of assume that they're smarter. Don't blow my mind. So here what do we right call now. a gathering of chimpanzees? I'm just <laughs> curious. Call it a, I don't know, <laughs> a cacophony. A yeah. cacophony of chimps. Yeah, because they're so loud. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, the other interesting thing that they did was they. Where, where's the other one where it talks about like all the tubes together? Something. Mm. It was a weird <laughs> test. Well, they this further cranked here. up the difficulty. Mm-hmm. So a more complex test involved a tube with a rim so narrow that no stones could be dropped through it to access the food inside. Hmm. This tube, however, was connected to another uh, in a concealed manner such that dropping solids in it would raise the water level in the tube containing the piece of meat. A third unconnected tube with water but no meat was also thrown in. The crows could not decode the apparatus despite (laughs) their trial and error approach. Best sentence in the article. (laughs) I know. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> their <Activity>. failure to <laughs> grasp the concept only proves that <coughs> crows rely on causal reasoning to solve a riddle. Hmm. I wouldn't call that exactly a riddle. <laughs> a riddle made this. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like crows are about as smart as your five-year-old mm-hmm. goat. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> Speaking of water. Uh-huh, and when five-year-olds grow up and get smarter. Yeah. And mm-hmm. flying things. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, going somewhere. Naval researchers have uh, demonstrated that um, they can create basically jet fuel from seawater. What? Yes. Tell me more. (laughs) I will. (coughs) So they can get um, they can separate the the hydrogen out of the water and get hydrogen gas and combine it with um, CO2 and they can basically get hydrocarbon uh, molecules and Oil is a certain type of hydrocarbon, so they can um, synthesize jet fuel from seawater. Um, right now, they predict that the jet fuel, using this technology that they're doing, would cost about three to six dollars per gallon, and hmm. which uh, I'm thinking is pretty yeah. competitive with other jet. F- I've never bought jet fuel. I have. <laughs> like, if it's anything like unleaded, then this is it's yeah competitive-ish. Right. But it's cool that they can get it from seawater and they don't have to, you know, drill, baby drill and mm-hmm. do all that stuff. We won't run out of seawater anytime soon. Well, so. Yeah. Yes. Says Reno. Yeah. <laughs> please. <laughs> um, unless we go into another ice age where it all freezes up. Mm-hmm. But still we can just melt, melt it. it. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, this article has a lot of technical jargon, yada, yada, yada. But basically, <laughs> we can make jet fuel from seawater now. Um, they had like a. a you know so it's still it's still in prototype, right? Yeah, it's yeah. They're trying to bulk it up and make it more commercial. So that's promising. Mm-hmm. I think that's really cool. Um, speaking of seawater, what continent? What's the biggest island, Mike, in the world? Island. Yeah, what's the biggest island? Well, I mean Australia, right? Ding ding Woo-hoo! ding! Yes. Awesome. You, yeah. you know, I you could buy don't for teach children either, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Well, there you go. I just had to know this so shit. So, Mike, do you happen to have like no. two dollars and twenty six cents on you? I think, yeah. yeah. So you could what? buy, you could buy you a minute want. of silence, and help some vets in Australia. But that's there. You no, yeah. you could buy it. Like you could buy, buy it. Buy here. buy a plane ticket. First could buy a vowel and then. Well, it's not that expensive when we make jet fuel from seawater. I mean, like island wide, (laughs) like everyone has to shut the fuck up. 
<laughs> no, 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 no. So here's here's what happens. <laughs> Unless Rita wants to do it, I'll do it. No. I would pay to see I, it. I'll, I'll throw down a whole fucking like <laughs> week you of pay on this <laughs> shit. <laughs> so <laughs> it was a minute of science, uh, silence that they recorded. Okay, <laughs> and they're selling the recording. That's that's what's really <laughs> happening. There's a video too. There's what? don't get too yeah, excited. No, this, no, it's really crazy. Okay, so they had current and I want to undersell these people. No, like Minute they of silence, one dollar. <laughs> they had current well, and former members. I'll <laughs> buy two minutes. <laughs> two minutes? That's two dollars. <laughs> if you die three, I'll throw that one on for fifty percent. Sweet. Two fifty for deal. three minutes of silence. That's like fucking three times what the fucking Australians are doing. Yeah. It's yeah. A deal and a half. You're going places. You. Should you quit I'm your tired. job? Tired. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you gotta start recording though. Mm-hmm. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> no, really. Here. No. <coughs> no. You don't want a <coughs> shitty recording of silence. Hey, no. yeah, Here, I don't want watch this. this. <laughs> Just kidding. We won't do that. See the puns rip off on everybody. Okay, so they have current and former members of Australia's military. Um, observing their fallen comrades and they're silent for a minute you know the standard minute of silence but then they recorded it and they're selling it for two dollars and 26 cents to raise money to help veterans and at first and if you're curious that's two dollars and 12 cents american right so we're you know so what happens when people start pirating this minute of silence that's what the terrorists are doing it's very hush hush (laughs) also ends up on torrents and shit like that like the australian minute of silence on pirate bay So get the fuck out of here. No, seriously. <laughs> and people were skeptical at first if this could work, but it actually really caught on. And Why? So I don't know, because people are Are dumb. they bored? Or people are... Like, hey, guys, this is They go for gimmicks. And pay for it. I don't think that the point is to listen to it. I think it's just, you know, supporting the cause, basically. Like, th- I doubt anyone really was like, yes, as soon as they get it. And then they turn it on Dude, and You know these it. people are just like, well, I got to listen. No, <laughs> I, I seriously doubt... Wait, I gotta put my headphones in. Hold on a second. Hold on. They're like using their their Dre beats to get this thing going, you know? You might be like this person who was a bit dubious and a bit doubtful, (laughs) but (laughs) the enthusiasm was picked up (laughs) nationally. And now even younger people are like listening to this minute of silence. No, it's fucking stupid. I mean, say what you will, but... Yeah. I will. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> More than 80 serving and former Australian Defense Force members participated or didn't in this minute of silence. I would be pretty fucking pissed if I fought for my country and that's what they did to honor it. Yeah. Like, that's a bummer. I mean, that's not all they gave them. Beer with two hours. <laughs> like what else did they give? <laughs> Actually, they gave him like a flag all folded <laughs> up in a triangle and stuff. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Little metal. <laughs> They probably recorded the folding, too. It's got like a little cassette <laughs> a little bit of noise tape there. on top yeah. of it of the silence. Like, there <laughs> 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 you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's just interesting that things have gotten to that point. Like, you know, just like how people were selling jars of air from certain places in the mountains. Really? Yeah. Like, what? Did you see the trend? Did you see the one in, where was it? I want to say that it was like China, to, okay. where they you brought in. it? Like the how you like silence? This, no, the air. <laughs> <laughs> they had bags of like California air or something. Maybe yeah, not California. Bags. But you know California <laughs> they were bags. They're like these it. blue. It comes out kind of black. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but people paid a lot of money to like line up 
and take a whiff of this. Which is so air. like people who were sick. I remember hearing like they're like, oh, this would be really good for me. You and I collect sand and rocks from the beaches we go to, but those but are we tangible things. We know that things. they came from there. We're not trying to sell it to people. That's true. I'll buy it from you guys. Well, fuck off. Two dollars We got some San Simeon sand. <laughs> really, we do. But like in a way, we did. We jar. did pay for it. We went there and then we took the sand back. And we're like, oh look, I still have it. It's like on the mantelpiece. That yeah, bottle that of rocks right there. That bottle of rocks yeah. came from San Simeon. Mm-hmm. Nah, you, you guys did. got that from outside. No, no seriously. Yes, <laughs> outside. That's where you get it from in San right. Simeon. <laughs> yeah. Have you guys heard of like um the like the quietest rooms in the world where it's like they have super? I haven't heard of them, but oh. I know oh, about them. That's good. That's good. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, that seen them go. somewhere. Yeah, right. Yeah. Read, them, read about them somewhere. Um, but they like super acoustically padded and everything, and you go in there and um, you can't. There's like no sounds. You can't hear anything else outside, and it's so quiet they can, you can hear your blood moving through your veins. You can oh hear your stomach gurgling and all that stuff. And like the longest people of anyone's able to um, sit in these rooms is like 45 minutes, and they start like hallucinating. Yeah, and, like, they going start crazy. Going crazy. Yeah, they start losing their balance either. because part of your balance is like acoustic reverberation oh, from the walls like and from the grounds. Kind of. Yeah. Sort of. It's kind of, is it the, the same idea <laughs> with those water tanks? <laughs> Reno's talking dolphin over here. Hold on. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Get some software to translate idea. that. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yes, go ahead. It was kind of the same idea with the, the water tanks, I think. But not it's not a padded room. It's like a tank submerged in just darkness. Yeah. And all, yeah. all is... All that is out of the water is like your face, like your eyes like and nose. Was it like a sensory depra- deprivation? Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Okay. Sensory deprivation tank. Yeah. So crazy. Although in the soundless room, like it's not, it's not deprivation. It's like the ultimate one sense. Well, maybe yeah. two. What if you were blindfolded and go in there? People tried that. No, that sounds like fun though. It, oh my god, oh, that sounds <laughs> good that time. Sounds stressful. Friday night plans. Ready. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just do my app first. I'll be fine. It'll be a competition to see how long this. we can last. <laughs> <laughs> That's where the next podcast should be in the room of silence. <laughs> the room of silence. <laughs> and then someone can buy. That would be it. the yeah. best <laughs> podcast <laughs> ever. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Um. So, Mike, do you no. remember? Do you remember stuff from your childhood when you were, say, three or two? or A little bit. Yeah. Yeah, what's well, like the earliest you guys scattered. I remember when I was four. I have a memory of when I was four. But who knows well if it's I mean, a real this memory. memory isn't like, you're not going to be like, oh, wow. It's just me. I was sit- standing in the hallway talking to my mom. When you were two? Like two and a half, three what years saying? old. What were you wearing? Diaper. Yeah. Yeah. I think. What color did you, never mind. So I must have been younger than two <laughs> and a half, three. <laughs> What color was I? What do you mean? What <laughs> color was I? I was starting to do like you know the questioning that we do at work. Like, it's, l- it's like it's seriously like a two or three second memory. Yeah, that's yeah. That's words about like. And then I pretty know, much start sentence. picking things up around four. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't even really have a timeline for it. I just assume that like we have how you remember. Like I would I say pre-kindergarten, like that's what, like right before I started kindergarten <laughs> was mm-hmm. like where I really start remembering things. I remember dropping my brother, my mom and I dropping my brother off to go to school and I would come back and watch like the Price is Right and shit like that. Yeah. Price is Right. Yeah. yeah <laughs> see, that's why I remember is like. Bob Barker, motherfucker. <laughs> price is Right and like, like music videos from then. Cause like I'd say them with my no, mom. No, my mom wouldn't oh. let me. Yeah. Yeah. One. My mom wouldn't let me watch those stations when I was like three and four. <coughs> But yeah. yeah, that and Inspector Gadget, a lot of Inspector Gadget. 
Annie, what's what do you think yours is, or what age would you guesstimate? I'm trying to remember, and and it is from when I lived in the Bay Area. That was my first childhood home. But the the most vivid memory I have is smashing one of my cousins over the head with a large rock and that was when I was <laughs> very very young Jesus and it I was remember a, that a, yeah it was a giant do you think she remembers that? I remember it we let did her in the water our home? rise <laughs> <laughs> really did we let her in our home yeah he's a crow <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck but it's, I think that I remember that because it was such a giant deal in my household because I was really young and I was like oh my gosh this girl's a psychopath <laughs> so other than that I don't remember it's kind of blacked out everything. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's just one specific incident, and after that, <laughs> well everything so went black. The the myth floating around <laughs> is that like children who are a certain age, like two or so, they their brains don't form memories yet, or maybe it's younger than two. Like their brains are incapable of forming memories, and they're not going to remember anything that happened to them. That's not technically true, and that's what um, they're finding out in this study. So. Do they have them do surveys? No. Ask them like, what stresses you out? I like am never going to share anything personal. Diaper again. doesn't get changed. <laughs> Cheerios. So now they're calling it childhood amnesia. It's not the same as not being able to form a memory. It's a little bit different. Um, so scientists have known about childhood amnesia for 100 years or more. But in the past decade, they begin to figure out where the memories start to fade and which memories are going to survive and how you can... Um, how your brain can sort of create a complete picture of your earliest years. So childhood amnesia starts in childhood, and I think it's because of the way your that brain develops. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's called childhood amnesia. All right. yeah. Thanks for clarifying. Do you want to keep going? No, Thanks no, for nipping that. All right, good. All right. Okay. Got where I was going with it. Okay, so when you're really young, your brain isn't really good at forming memories yet, but it can do it. And I think what happens is as your brain matures and further develops, you kind of forget what's happening, but not when you're old, still when you're a kid. So the way that they did this study is when kids were three years old, they were recorded talking to a parent about things that happened recently, like maybe a day ago or something like that. Um, and so they kept these recordings, the scientists did. And then when the kids got older, the scientists checked to see how much they remembered. And they had their recordings to compare notes with, you know. And then if it, if it was... Um, if they were like younger than two, is it just like a minute of silence? <laughs> 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 so these kids who recorded themselves at age three, the scientists found out that when those kids were as old as seven, they could still remember most of those early events, like 60%. And the kids who were eight or nine recalled less than 40%. So that's kind of a big difference. And they're saying that's... About 33% difference. That's the child amnesia. 82, 82, 82. Okay, so they think that the structures and circuits in the brain that store events for future recall have something to do with why the early memories are so fragile. Because they do get formed, obviously. The study is proving it. Um, when you're four, the systems in your brain are kind of immature and they work, but just not as efficiently as they do later on. Um, so the memories are faint and they, they tend to fade away after a while. And so if you guys are wondering, I think <coughs> the kids who were like two or younger, instead of having them record events from their day, they questioned them with like objects and stuff like that and probably like wrote down their findings and then compared notes later. But I remember being young, like, in elementary school and, like, remembering a lot from, like, my childhood and, like, being able to remember, like, 
the first grade and remembering mm-hmm. like the second grade and remembering before then. Yeah. But then like by like middle school or something, like starting to like forget about a lot of that stuff, you know. And when you think about it, it kind of makes sense because you could get easily overwhelmed. I think if you kept all those memories in your head for all that time. Yeah. Which is like the book I'm writing. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yep, 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 What's yep, the yep. name of your book you're writing? Advice from Ghosts. Mm-hmm. You can find it on Wattpad and my Facebook. Anyways, it's yeah. Just wi- it's weird that your brain would choose to prioritize like specific memories at a certain age for that time. Well, maybe it has <coughs> something to do with learning, though. Like if you're if you're age seven or younger, everything that you experience from age two and younger, you probably will need to further your development. I think like that's mm-hmm. how I would figure it. And then like after you reach like these developmental milestones, you need less and less of that other information because your brain has already learned how to do things. Mm-hmm. It doesn't need to refer back to it anymore. That might be it too. But I think like they were saying, the science of it is your brain just develops better and um, than it was before. So the memories aren't as strong. Yeah. But th- those memories are still like they're still there. I, th- just I think so, yeah. And you just, just can't access them. Right. Like, I don't think they're physically mm-hmm. gone from your brain, which would be interesting if you could do that. Wasn't it on Cosmos? Wasn't Neil talking about how, like, Neil, smells? Neil, first name, basically. <laughs> <laughs> we go way back. <laughs> back way in back. time. Yeah. Space ghosts. Space ghosts. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> he's saying, like, like um, only, like, you know, smells are can trigger memories. Uh, like Yeah. Like, th- like, that's the only way to, to access those memories is, like, through... Like your sense true. of smell or like, you know, it could be like um, a song or a certain kind of event that would that make you remember. But it's only like through that pathway or stimulus that you would be able to reaccess or re-trigger that memory. And that makes sense, too, because like those are that's like a direct route. That's like a more instinctive route to something as opposed to like using the system. That's it's almost like using a really, really new computer to read files on an old computer. Like you probably couldn't do it well. That's yeah. how I picture it. You know, but if you like got a cable that smelled and stuck the computers <laughs> together, <laughs> you could probably figure out all kinds of things. That's why they tell uh, you to. That is not how any of that works. I <laughs> don't know at all. Just making it up. It's called the compatibility thing. Okay. Like if you want to run Windows 3.1 and Windows XP, you I can't hear you. Dropbox. Speak louder in the microphone. That's okay. <laughs> the recording got it. Okay. <coughs> So one of the cool things is like when you sleep, one of the reasons oh why you sleep sh- is to help. Thing. You just blew my segue. Um, <laughs> no, because <laughs> we were talking. Okay, never mind. Yeah, people wouldn't even know. Damn it. Okay, segue. Um, you see, <laughs> <laughs> when you sleep, it helps. Is that you how it's going to work from now on? Just segue. When she blows we just it, yeah. do a new article. You know I what? like that <laughs> better than the puns. The puns aren't very good. I don't know. I beg to differ. That's fine. Um, sleeping helps um, your memory. Um, one of the reasons why this happens is because um, all your senses are turned off, like when you're sleeping. You, know, you don't smell, hear, or see anything. And um, smelling is really big with um, storing memories and recalling memories. Um, so smelling and learning about an odor while you're awake evokes um, activity throughout your olfactory system that is important for perception of the odor. And associations you have learned about the odor, like a rose and uh, your favorite perfume or something. While asleep, however, the olfactory system, especially the olfactory cortex, turns inward, becoming s- much less responsive to the nose and odors in the outside world and instead replays the newly learned odors, which can improve the strength and accuracy of the memory. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Yeah. So sleep is more important each day. Like we were finding so many things about sleep that are important. Mm-hmm. I think. Like I think about all the people who don't get good sleep, and like maybe when they're kids, Me. they have. <laughs> like if they, if they have colic <laughs> or ear infections or things like maybe yeah. they don't have as good of a sense memory as they should and that might affect all kinds of things like their ability to access their memories when they're older mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> in yoga one of the eight limbs of yoga what about uh, she laughed so I laughed oh. <laughs> <laughs> part of yoga is uh, mastery of the senses. But pratyahara means like mastering the senses because we're like bombarded with the senses so much. And like usually your attention goes to wherever like your vision or wherever you're listening to. Like you guys are all paying attention to me right now if you're listening to me. And so that just. Are <laughs> 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 you trying to improve no. your memory right now? No, Andy yawned, so I yawned. Uh, that means we're good friends. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um. <laughs> what? From the last podcast, the yawning, remember? Oh. He's not, he doesn't get good enough sleep. He doesn't <laughs> 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 right. I don't get good sleep. Okay, anyways, yes. Yeah, so anyways. Bombarding. Yeah. Um, being able to like master your senses and not being distracted by your senses and being able to turn inward yeah. is part mm-hmm. of being able to concentrate and meditate and form new memories and such. I cannot meditate. Sounds like a chore. Yeah, you can. I took a meditation Everyone can meditate. I tried to do it in college. Did it work? It was, it was odd. There were times when it was like, I could really be into this right now. Mm-hmm. And there was actually those times when I felt like, because we focused mainly on um, being really in tune to like just your skin. And it was yeah. it was super Spooky. odd. It sounds really weird, but I mean, it's kind of just that self-reflection. Turning inward. Yeah. yeah and right. like you were told to just listen to your body and like the weird just things. Listen to, your skin. Yeah. <laughs> like listen to your skin. Yeah. Listen to your skin. And like skin crawl. But like if you try to think about it, like try to pinpoint one like point yeah. on your arm and you s- can't really do it. Focus on like the yeah. thousand petaled lotus but like <laughs> in reverse like one thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean like everyone meditates they just don't know like and meditation is just an intense focus that's not disrupted. So like if you're um, snowboarding and you're like there's nothing else on your mind and you're just totally absorbed in what you're doing and you're totally like in the flow and in the moment like that's a form of meditation. Okay then I have done that like when I draw and write and things but I'm exactly. thinking of the kind where and I don't even know if this is correct but I remember a long time ago the thought of meditation was it's when you try to think about nothing for a long time. No there's there's, a, a, there's a state of consciousness where like the mind is basically still but yeah. that's like a d- like a different state of consciousness that comes that arises from meditation okay all right because yeah yeah i've never gotten that i far. never got to that point no <laughs> i have that's to think hard. about <laughs> things okay have yeah. you done that mm-hmm. really yeah what it's hard there it's were some crazy. people in my class that said that they got to that point yeah well we know they're all liars <laughs> 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 um so yeah sleep so you can smell better and make better memories and stuff <laughs> Hmm. So, speaking of turning inward. (laughs) 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 Gut eating amoeba caught on film. On film. (laughs) I wonder how much that would go for. (laughs) I'd pay more for that than a minute of silence. Right. Um, Who wants to intro this one? I can do it. Okay. So, you've heard of brain eating amoeba. Actually, I haven't. Yeah, well, I haven't either. It's the thing that crops up in neti pots. Do you guys know what those are? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. 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 And there was like this big scare about it. 
So for those of you I've who never done an have you pot. used okay, no, have you the used one? You I don't like no. sticking things in my nose because I'm a hypochondriac. <laughs> I don't want things sticking in my nose. It's really interesting and actually kind of <laughs> sad. But my dad, who passed away from sinus cancer, he used a neti pot all the time. I think before he had it because he had really bad allergies, but refused to take medicine for it, which reminds me of me. But anyways, <laughs> um, it's this thing. Someone tell me if I'm explaining it wrong. Where like you have a like little teapot type yeah, thing, yeah, it's kind of like a teapot right? with and a longer has a longer nozzle. spout or whatever. And Here's then you my handle. <laughs> <it's> <laughs> my neti <laughs> pot. <laughs> you can pour it in one nostril. Yeah, you pour it in one like nostril. Like you put your head back or whatever. You have I think to turn it side. sideways. So yeah. is the spout curved? Yeah. No, no. Like I, I thought it was straight. just. Like kind of straight. I don't know. It I'm may be curved. That would make one. more sense. And then does the water come out the other nostril? That's mm. the part that freaks me out. What I'm trying to explain. You have to get is. good at it. You have to meditate and get good at <laughs> it. Why the fuck would anyone <laughs> do this? One point it's supposed to clear your out your. Like the idea is your, your that sinuses. it clears out your sinuses. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, <laughs> that people were afraid to use them after a while because they were like, oh, brain-eating amoeba can can or develop drowning. Well, and especially if you use, I mean. Backyard oh, backyard hole swimming hole holes. Yeah, <laughs> I personally don't have a swimming hole, but if I did, I would not swim in it. <laughs> so anyway, but there is another kind of amoeba called the gut-eating amoeba, and it was caught on film. Um, it can be in your intestinal tract and cause a lot of. Um, it can cause food poisoning that may last months or years. So they figured out how this amoeba makes us sick. Its tactics tax tactics <laughs> are more Whoa. nefarious than we thought. I love how I can read the word nefarious, but not <laughs> tactics. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Anyways, it's a single cell animal, and it bites off. No, this is the part you were saying isn't really right. Like, it doesn't have teeth or anything. But they describe it as it bites off tiny chunks of intestine, chews on them for a while, and then spits them out. It makes it sound like it actually has it a mouth and teeth yeah. and everything. But it's more like but it, j it just, like, like deteriorates it somehow, right? Like, it doesn't. No, I don't know if you don't it know. Well, no, it doesn't have like teeth, and it doesn't have like bony teeth. Do you do know. <laughs> okay, I do know. You it know. does not have teeth. I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> what? We're trying to stay awake over here. We're almost done. What? We You're are. trying to stay awake. No, I'm. You know, we're trying to make it funny. <laughs> All right. Okay. Anyways, microbiologists said that this is basically what they do, um, and they're parasites, and they're called. This is your specialty. And and amoeba. Histolytica? Yeah, histolytica. Histolytica. Yeah. So they don't kill the cells. They just, like, eat part of them. And they di they don't digest the parts. They just spit them back out. And I guess that's the thing that makes um, this process so painful. And I love how this guy, this guy's name is William Petrie. <laughs> <laughs> like how perfect is that? And a team of scientists at the University of Virginia. Virginia. <laughs> Virginia? I can't even, like, uh, keep going, Reno. University of Vagina? I'm losing it. <laughs> <laughs> they filmed a bunch of amoeba munching down on both gut and red blood cells. Mm, they watched as the parasites used the bang. chew and spit method to dismantle an intestinal wall. Gross. The team named the process trogocytosis from the Greek, Greek word trogo, which means to, to nibble. nibble. So maybe it really is them nibbling. It may be, but like I don't think they don't have they teeth don't though. Have teeth. But they can right. they, they can have consume. They have their ways. They have <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> they mention E. coli and cholera um, that secrete toxins. But I think the point is this amoeba is different because it <laughs> physically destroys part of our intestine somehow. Sounds like fun. Yeah, it's a good time. Do, um, do they say like how we get these, like where it comes from? 
Nettie. Wait, no, that was Brandy Th- Candy. Yeah, that's the brain ones. Let's see, I actually haven't seen that yet. They said this parasite is on common. Oh, it is common. Causes millions of cases of dysentery. Oh, uh, like an organ trail. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> dysentery. <laughs> 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 you know the game. <laughs> this is how my brain works after a certain hour. <laughs> I just make s- many connections. It's like a spider web. I catch people <coughs> in it. Speaking of catching people, what would be a good way of catching people's <laughs> attention? <for laughs> well, I would like to make math and microscopes more accessible. Yeah? I think that would catch people's <laughs> attention. Think, I think both of you guys know more about this article than I do. So oh, you really? Guys, yeah, take yeah, I didn't well read it all. Let me catch your attention. Uh, okay. Please do. All right. So Even though I'm the math nerd here. Yeah, like, what? you can figure <laughs> this shit out. Come on. <laughs> make it more accessible. Go. Uh, math is cool, guys. Okay. <laughs> right. That's right. So there's an online magazine called Aussie. That's why I'm reading it. And Ozzy. Ozzy, why? Because Ozzy probably be two Zs. Just saying. Probably. Maybe it's Ozzy or Ozai. Ozai. That o- sounds right. All right. Maybe. So they cover people, places, and trends that are up and coming. Um, and this week they were talking about a mathematician called Cedric Villani. And um, he <laughs> he's been called the Lady Gaga of mathematics because he dresses like a <laughs> 19th century mathematician. Usually, I'm picturing like when he gives lectures or w- when he visits schools or maybe even when he just walks around town. I don't know, and that probably draws attention to him. Well, probably like it definitely does, and I'm sure that people ask him what he's doing and what's wrong with him, and that's his window to talk about math. So that's one thing where you can up the level of interest. Stress goofy. Just yeah, but you have to have a purpose. Like you have to know your. Dye my hair blue. Mohawk maybe. Uh (laughs) That's how you sell yoga. Wouldn't that cheapen what he's trying to? No, because I I think he gets into character. He's not just look you know hey guys I'm wearing something crazy. Wouldn't that cheapen what he's trying (laughs) to do? No, because the stuff I mean. He's trying to get people, imagine probably kids, interested in this. And we all know that kids love 19th century clothing. Yeah, because nothing screams <laughs> dork like doing that. <laughs> <laughs> so this it's a really interesting article, and we'll put the link on our webpage. You can listen to the story. Um, but <laughs> Rita, I want you to talk about the microscopes one, because I think you know that yeah, one. Yeah, the, there's... There's a TED lecture on this one too. Okay, and I, I watched it. Um, so that's how you. you yeah. Should do. Okay, right. Um, basically, it's really cool that they're they developed um a microscope that they printed on paper and it's it's um um foldable like it's in pieces and you um tear it out um it's all perforated and you fold it up and you can make a fold up into this, this uh, microscope. It's fifty cents. And it works really That's good. That's cheaper than a minute of silence. <laughs> you can buy like four or five microscopes yeah. with that minute. Um, he, in the video, he demonstrated like you could throw it on the ground and like stomp on it. Yeah. And like crumple up and it still works. Um, Perfect for kids. I know. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, but what's y- watch the TED video. We'll throw up the TED video. But you talked about like how out in the field, like a lot of um, diseases and infections could be cured if they just had microscopes out in the field, but a lot of microscopes are bulky and they mm. cost like $1,000 and yada, yada, yada. But you can print this out and it costs 50 cents. And so awesome. Yeah. I mean, you just paper airplane and <laughs> throw it across. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 
but um, I think it's just amazing that they're able to like print like the electronics and everything. Like you don't need anything else. It's just you fold it up. It's there. You're ready to rock. Ready to rock, and they're decent um, microscopes. They're not. They're not too bad. They're not gonna fold on you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Th- you there's you hope. Right, you can go explore the universe or part of it. Yeah. With a paper microscope. You can check out some <laughs> gut eating amoeba. You could, yeah, a yeah. foldoscope. That's right. Gut eating amoeba. Foldoscope. <laughs> so everyone knows what they're gonna do this weekend. Got your plans set. <laughs> this has been six degrees of rumination with Nina Boyd. Rena Gorman. And producer Mike. And our guest. Annie Armanino. Have a good night, everybody.